Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Hello, and welcome to today's episode, the 10 resume red flags that make me want to vomit. (laughs) I say this because I've heard these for years. Actually, I've read them for years as a hiring manager in the corporate world for many years, but also as a career and life coach. Many people really don't know how to talk about themselves. And that's okay, right? Because we are convinced as children that talking about ourselves is boastful and wrong. So what do we do when we get on a resume? We're boastful (laughs) because we don't know how to talk about ourselves. So I am going to run through the 10 resume red flags that have me personally put resumes in the trash or what I teach my clients to fix so that their resume is not put in the trash. So the first one is really a series of words. And these words are words that you should not have to tell people. They are given. And let me give you some examples. Hard worker, loyal, honest, on time, learner. Using learner in any way, shape, or form. Fast learner, great learner, you know, any of those things. The reason I say that those words are not really important is because they really should be things that you're doing anyway, right? I would hope that you're a hard worker. I would hope that you're a loyal person. I would hope that you're honest. And please, for the love of Pete, be on time. Do not waste prime real estate on your resume with words that don't really add value. And those are those words. So that's the first one. The second one is starting sentences like this. Responsible for duties include. So don't start a sentence with responsible for or duties include. That's, you're just, just go right into it. Be more direct. It's insinuated that you're responsible for. It's insinuated that your duties include these things. So why not start the sentences like led a team rather than responsible for? I just, I've never liked that term. It, and duties Those are tasks, right? Why would you include tasks? What I would rather you do is go farther with that. More value there. And so the third one that I want to talk about is the word seasoned. (laughs) Now, I love seasoned fries. Like, it's like one of my favorite things. If you have seasoned french fries, I am ordering the seasoned french fries. If you have seasoned firewood, I'm going to buy that because I know that it's actually set out and dried out and it's going to burn better. But on a resume, it just makes you sound old. So don't put seasoned. Seasoned sounds like you've been in the workforce since 
Moses or something to that effect. So take that word out. The next one is highly qualified. I've read this so many times. Uh, that's your opinion, right? That you're highly qualified. That's not a fact. And what I would rather you state on a resume are facts, not opinions. Back to hard worker, loyal, honest, right? Like those are givens, but they're also opinions, right? Like I am this, I am that. When you say something like highly qualified, you come off as arrogant. Instead of saying that, why don't you go deeper into what that would look like? Getting more complex in terms of what your skills are. Another one, oh, this really bothers me because it's a waste of space. I've got a couple here that are actually a waste of space and I'll, I'll just go into them right now. There's three waste of spaces on your resume. The first one is including your GPA. Unless you just graduated from college, leave this off. Nobody cares. You graduated from college, checkbox, moving on. That's a waste of space to include that. Another waste of space is saying references available by request. Well, no kidding. Of course they are. That is a waste of space. Do not include that. If they want references, they will ask. They do not need you to say that. Waste of space. The final waste of space that I see is Microsoft Office Suite. That is like me saying on my resume, I can walk upright. I have been walking upright for, let's see, like almost 40 years or something. Okay, not a big deal. When you should list this is if you are some sort of power user. I highly covet Excel skills personally, and I ran a team of planning, and we used Excel, lots of slicing and dicing in Excel. So if you want to pull that out, if you want to pull out one of the Microsoft Office Suite products and say Excel power user, use that. That's great. That is important. But Microsoft Office of Suite or just listing Excel, not so special. Put a little bit more behind that. And then I want to talk about acronyms. Are you using acronyms and then thinking that everyone understands acronyms, the acronyms you're using? I want you right now to Google a normal acronym that you use, something that's in your business. You will find out that that acronym can mean about 15 different things. And you don't know who is reading your resume. So please, please spell those out. It will go a long, long way. And I want to talk about objectives at the top of your resume. Please take this out. Your objective is to find a job, and everyone knows that. And when you talk about an objective, what you're sharing is what's in it for you. I'm out looking for this thing. Well, guess what? When a recruiter or a hiring manager reads your resume, they don't really care what you're looking at. They care about what they need. So do not waste a prime real estate space with what's in it for you. Not helpful. And finally, I want to end on, in my opinion, the most important thing to remember. Stop using big words. 
If you are a big word person, go right ahead because that's who you are. But don't use big words because you think they make you sound smart. What you're doing is you're overcomplicating sentences and if you're putting on there that you're a strong communicator, you've just proven that you're not because you're using words that most people don't. I want you to remember that the average American reads on a fifth grade level. So when you are putting your resume together, I would recommend you using fifth grade words. I know, I know that's hard, right? Because you wanna sound smart. Guess what? Smart people understand their audiences and their audiences read at a fifth grade level most likely. So remember these things. I wanted to keep this short and sweet and to the point. And in my course, Market Me, we go deeper into this, into the structure of the resume, also what should go on your LinkedIn profile, and even how to take all of that and breathe life into it in those interviews. If you go to my show notes, you can join the wait list if you're ready for that. I would love to have you in this program so we can dive deeper into what's not working in that resume to get you past that point and higher. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.